welcome along to the next episode here of Championship Drill, where we look back on uh, last weekend's results and we will have a little bit of news as well. Um, I suppose we might as well start with the breaking news, Phil. The mm. Preston sacked their manager. Yeah. yeah. I think it was coming. Um, it's just who's going to go in there. I know we were talking earlier about uh, Wickham's manager, Ainsworth. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's a possibility? I know Ainsworth is very loyal to Wickham. But he he did kind of almost he didn't quite start his career, Preston. But you could say that's where he really first started as a pro. It's where he first started playing a lot of games. So yeah. obviously Preston is 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 dear to him, and it's a club he went on loan to again later in his career. Uh, yeah, no, he could definitely go there. It's just I'm just trying to see who the the odds are favourites right now. Um, Does it have anybody up yet? <laughs> Ryan Laws, Ryan Law. It's the yeah, at the moment. But that's yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I think Ainsworth to be a good good manager for them, but you know, Wickham are doing all right. So I, I don't know if he's going to want to leave Wickham. He seems to be happy there. Yeah, like they're like first they're in the top four. They're up and yeah. down every week that table changes. So they can be fourth one week and then they're third. So I reckon that he can come back up with them. Yeah, it's certainly uh, possible. But yeah, either way, like I wouldn't surprise me if he leaves or if he goes or if he stays. Either yeah. way. That's it. So it'll be interesting to see Preston though, you're not surprised the manager's gone. They're really struggling. Yeah, they're down. Another loss again. Another loss at the weekend again. They're not playing good football. They're no. not scoring a lot of goals. Um down near the bottom of the table. The problem is like if they become a laughing stock if they don't get it right, because this is is this their third manager in four years? Yeah, and and they have better players than their position in the league. It's mm. just nobody seems to be able to get them to play properly yeah. together. Maybe maybe the side is a little unbalanced. Yeah, exactly. Maybe there's just a, a few signings in January are going to be needed, but not like the last season. I think there was too many coming from. So um, that's Preston. We'll talk about their game, which uh, turned out to be the manager's last when we go into the football. But one other piece of news, I suppose, that came a few hours ago, was um, the trial finally finished of uh, Barnsley, the former Barnsley and Swindon town coach, Tommy Wright, and football agent Dax Price, who have both received bans from the Football Association after convictions for bribery. Um, That's been going so on a while. It's been going on a while. Finally, they have to pay £1,000 each um, in costs. Uh, the bans have been slightly backdated to the 16th of November. So only by a couple of weeks. But Wright, who's 55 now, has been banned from all football and football-related activity, aside from coaching, for six years. Okay. And uh, Price uh, was banned from all activity in the game for nine years by an FA Independent Regulatory Commission. Um, so, yeah. Um, so while you know, Wright is allowed to coach, but he's not allowed to be involved in with any intermediaries, business related to transfers or associated decisions, or advise any party on such matters. So, um, strange one. Uh, I suppose the trial for people who don't know, the court heard that um, during this case, the right handed in, was handed an envelope with 5,000 cash in it by a news, an undercover reporter for newspaper, Claire Newell, to leak commercial information about the club's players while he was assistant head coach at Burnsley. 
So uh, some players were encouraged to sign up with Price and another agent uh, who broke football rules by acting as a third party, owners of players. So Wright was convicted of two charges of accepting a bribe in contravention of the Bribery Act, and Price was found guilty of two charges of offering or promising a bribe at the same trial. They both received suspended prison sentences as well. Um, so, so there you go. Uh, that's kind of the news uh, when it comes to um, the championship this week. Yeah, so I spotted there as well just before we start. I know it's not really championship, but yeah. we, we do like Chris Hewton. Um, yeah, he's linked with Ipswich. Yeah, strange one for him to go to Ipswich, I think. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, he could do a good job there. Strange how he's suddenly starting to just slowly drop down the divisions. Yeah, yeah, well, that can that can definitely happen. Oh, it can easily happen. It's we just... might as well go on to the weekend's actions. So, we'll start with last Friday night's game. Uh, the top two played each other. Uh, Bournemouth took the lead away from home through Sananke, posting with the equaliser for Fulham about five, six minutes from time. Probably deserved. Fulham were probably the better team, had the better chances. Yeah, definitely had the better chances. They were the better team by much, but they definitely deserved a point out of it. Yeah. And then toss in Arboa's first goal as well uh, for Fulham. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, which is good for them to get. Um, Like Fulham have scored 49 goals. In the championship this season, more that's than any other mental. club. That's mental. Uh, Bournemouth, though, have the sheer joint best defensive record along with West Brom. They've only conceded 16. Um, and I suppose added spice two of Scott Parker coming back to the club he left in the summer. Yeah. So just... uh, a good game between the top two. There was chances for both sides, could have won it. Um, a strange one. Fulham thought they had a clear penalty in this game. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 like again. We don't want to be talking about VAR decisions, but it would have been, it would have been given. It would have been. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But I don't like talking. But I don't want to use VAR ever in the championship. But like, no, no, no. But what this was on a Friday night when you know the championship is often highlighted on TV on a Friday night. Yeah. With the game going live on TV, it was, it was a great game to watch. So. Yeah. Was uh, they're not always on Friday nights. No, no, they're not. But Could both be, teams really no. went for it. They did go for it, and they, you know, a draw isn't a bad result for either team as such. Um, especially given the results West Brom have had lately. I know West Brom will come to them. We might as well start with West Brom altogether. Yeah, I was on TV um, Saturday morning. On TV Saturday morning, two-one win over Coventry City. Good away win because Coventry, we know, have been very good since they've moved back to their home ground. The thing about um, this is that West Brom were so lucky in this game. Um, I don't think their second one should have counted. No, the McFazen, the, the own oh, goal? Yeah, it was definitely handball. Hand- yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, uh, Coventry yeah. were very good in the last 20 minutes, but they started playing way too late. Um, it is. McFazen, who... who um, Scored the OG, like you said, after um, was it Cedric Kipri? Yeah, that handled the ball in. Um, so McFazen made up for that by by getting one near the end, but yeah, they were very, very uh, lucky. I don't think West Brom are playing well at all, and they're really, really lucky to get anything out of this game. Um, it just keeps the thing going for the manager another few weeks because 
the Christmas yeah. period the Christmas period is going to be very very tricky um, especially now as well because they'll be playing Brighton in between in the FA Cup so it's just hard to know what's going to happen to them because if they lose two or three games over the Christmas New Year period I I, I don't think they're West Bam are known for being rootless but like I just can't yeah. see it. Like they're fourth today now at the moment as well. Yeah, they're, they're, they're dropping down there. I mean, there's a gap between the top two and the rest. Yeah. They've just been so good. I know QPR now are ahead of me, even after the loss yesterday, they're still ahead yeah. of them. And you don't want the playoffs are just such a lottery. Yeah. You want to avoid them at all costs because yeah. it's all about the teams in form when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, we saw what I know Brentford went up last season. Um, but the season before, we saw how good Brentford were in the league and yeah. they couldn't get out of the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, talk about commentary, though, away from the match. Uh, before the game, they remembered one of their, their greatest ever servants, John Silesh, passed away at the age of 85. Um, for people who are younger listening to us won't probably remember him much, but even the joint manager along with George Curtis when Coventry City Jock Spurs to win the FA Cup in 1987, uh, which is considered the greatest day in, um, in the history. And it comes just five months after George Curtis, who was the other manager of the club at the time, passed away about five months ago during the summer. So, and it's sad, sad times for them to be gone from Coventry, but uh, there was a nice memorial and nice that they were back in their own stadium for it. And, you know, the fans were there to give their minutes applause and that. That was nice. Was um, nice. Uh, one of my favourite pictures though the weekend is did you see the pitch invader after the match? Uh, I didn't actually. No, he was. There's a great picture if you can look it up on Google. Um, okay. Of uh, Adi Vivesh, the Coventry City assistant manager, tackling a pitch invader after the match. He has him in like a headlock. It's a. It's a. It's a great. It's a great picture. <laughs> So we'll move along then to uh, one of the draws of the weekend. There yeah, wasn't too many. it wasn't a great game. It's, uh, is it Barnsley or Huddersfield? Yeah, not, not a wonderful display, really, was it? Oh, but the thing is, they had stopped the rot, Barnsley. Um, they needed to do something, didn't they? Yeah, they needed a result. Uh, any kind of result, really. Because they were just losing yeah. constantly. Like, they lose like five in a row or something. Somewhere yeah, and else. if you look at it, like Huddersfield as well, um, I'm not going to say Huddersfield were like Huddersfield haven't been on a great run. I mean, they were up in the playoffs not that long ago. They're in eleventh now after this draw, I think, or they're thereabouts. Um, so they're not. Uh, they needed something as well because they've not been in great form. No, they're down to uh, eleventh the table. There's, there's, we said there's a gap opening up between the top two and the rest. Yeah. There's a gap opening up between the bottom three and the rest as well. Yeah. I mean, Burnley are eight points from safety now. Yeah. And Peterborough are five points from safety, so there's a big gap. Um, Derby, 20 points from safety, as we know. Um, Although they were being deducted, what, 21 points? Yeah, so... Uh, one yeah. of those and um, again they could be deducted more considering what's going to happen to them in the next few weeks yeah let, let, let's have a bit of a talk about that when we come to Derby's game but yeah not, not much you want to say about this one uh, no uh, I would just say it was do you know what it was probably fair results um, yeah both sides kind of just kind of kind of what they really there's nothing 
spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah, apparently they've only scored 14 goals this season, so that, yeah. that's definitely been a big problem for them. Yeah, and the new manager would be happy with at least getting a, not losing at the points. Yeah, I think it's only their second goal in five games, but they've only got 14 all season. It's yeah, not like, good enough. Huddersfield had 18 shots on goal. Yeah. Um, they've, had, they've had a decent season, Huddersfield. They've just had a poor run of form. Yeah. I mean, they're only four, yeah. they're only four points off the playoffs. Yeah, they're kind of team. Oh, well, they're good. what? Stoke, Stoke move up, so it's Stoke 34. So they were five points off the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, it's not too bad. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so we see key, we see then what happened here. Uh, West Brom are actually still third. Yeah, they're six points behind after their win, it looks like. Um, and the team that are fourth now are Blackburn Rovers after a win over Preston. Yeah, they're. I honestly thought after Fulham that they'd like slide, 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 slide down, but like they've come back with a plan. Yeah. I still don't know. Was that? Unbelievable. After, was it 7 0 they lost to Fulham? Yeah, they lost. And they were, they were home as well. Yeah, they've taken 12 points from a possible uh, 15 in their five matches since that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is crazy. Four wins and a defeat and again, since no, they lost to Fulham. Brett Burton Diaz again. Again, he can't stop scoring goals 17, since he changed his name. Championship goal this season. Yeah, since he changed his name, he can't stop scoring. And <laughs> it's it's, it's great to see too for a guy that's had two bad knee injuries in the last three years. Yeah, yeah. It's great yeah. to see him back and playing well. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, it's like where would he have been had he not got those injuries? Exactly. He'd probably yeah. be playing in the Premiership by now. I say so. Like, didn't, there was a team interested in him, all right, a few years back. Yeah. The only thing about him now is he's he's nearly thirty. Um, yeah. So this kind of needs to be his kind of twilight good kind of prime. That's it. He's got like three, yeah. four years. Yeah. Um. From the Preston point of view, we talked about the manager was sacked. Yeah. They um, should they have had a penalty? They definitely should have had a penalty again. I don't like talking about VR and I'm not going to do it anymore, but yeah, <laughs> that was definitely handball. It looked like it, all right. It definitely did. Preston, though, we talk about Preston a lot because uh, I suppose there's a lot of Irish players at Preston. But recently, they drew with Fulham and beat Bournemouth. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Like, it's <laughs> And then they go out and they lose. And they're down in 18th in the table. And they struggle, and they to, beat the manager. They struggle to beat the likes of Cardiff and, and Derby yeah. and Peterborough and all these teams. They're so inconsistent that yeah. they're in 18th place. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it just it wasn't a good display for them. One shot on target. Uh, Tony Mowbray was not, Tony Mowbray was saying that the pitch was terrible. <laughs> he was talking about the uh, ball kept getting stuck. Yeah, I mean the pitch wasn't great, no. but it is his pitch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but they <laughs> rugby there from what from as well. So they do, they do. And look, that's just the way it is sometimes in the championship and um, the way it has to go. We move on then to, I think, one of the most impressive wins of the weekend. Um, Luton winning 3-0 away at Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shock. I I would have had Blackpool to get something out of this. Um, but Adam yeah, Bale, I mean, Luton are decent form. I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Luton are very, very tough to beat. Um. Really, 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 yeah. really hard. But they don't usually score three goals. No. 
Um, like I said, Adebayo has been a good signing for them. Ninth goal of the season already. Yeah. Really, really good goal. Yeah. And then you go from Sonia Bradley, Adebayo and Jordan Clare. Yeah. Um, I mean, Adebayo, when, when you think Collins was sold in the summer, well, he left in the summer yeah. to join uh, to join Cardiff. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't done well there at all. And then Adebayo comes in and scores nine goals. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's it looks like Luton have done the best out of yeah that deal really yeah and then if they could just add one or two more players like him next season yeah who knows, who knows where they could go they could be a playoff team because uh, they're so hard to beat they're very very hard to beat they defended really well as well in this one Luton like Blackpool Blackpool had chances yeah. Um, they had a lot of the ball. They had seven shots on target, 16 shots overall. They just couldn't find the goal, Blackpool. I think they hit the point uh, well at one point. Yeah, Luton were just outstanding in front of goal. They took the chances they got. Yeah. Um, Blackpool, though, played well, lost 3-0. But is it worrying for them? They've not won now in how many games is it since the last one? Like a load of draws. There's a good few draws, all right. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I'll try and find it there. I know it's been a while. Yeah. Since uh, since Blackpool won a game, yeah. um, I'll have to look it up. Uh, six matches without a win now for Blackpool. Yeah, so it's kind they're of okay. They're on twenty. They're on twenty. Yeah, they're on twenty-seven points. I mean, they're eleven clear of Peterborough, yeah, and you you would think survival was their goal at the start of the season. Yeah, exactly. So like, they're only a point behind Luton. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's it's they were on such a good run of form to now not have one in six games has got to be slight concern for them. They don't Slightly want to be going into they're only six points off the playoffs. That's it. That's it. They're six points off the playoffs, eleven off relegation. But uh, we know we know how quickly that can change in this league. Yeah, exactly. Um so we'll go to Bristol City Derby and we'll have a bit of a chat about Derby in a minute. Uh, but Bristol City needed a win. Yeah, good goal as well. Um, Alex Scott, Alex Scott scored in the first half. Um, yeah, wasn't bad. I, I liked it. Like again, Nigel Pearson is known for giving these young fellas a goal. Um, yeah, so it kind of paid off this time. Yeah, I mean it worked for him. He, yeah, he got the goal. Yeah, Derby, um, Derby just really, really struggling. They need yeah. some investment ASAP. They do. I mean, Clange had a great chance at the end and he hit it straight at the goalkeeper. I yeah, mean, he did, yeah. 87 minutes, he, he, he was a great chance. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Like, I think... I feel for Wayne Rooney, I really do, because he's getting the best of the players. They don't have the best squad. No, they've an aging. It's also, it's it's also got to be awful. Um... It's also must be awful when you've been deducted that many points when the club is in a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's talk of winding up orders that we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. But Wayne Rooney after the match said their first half was so bad. If he could have made if he could have made eleven subs at halftime, he would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were busy. Yeah. Uh, did they didn't play well. I, mean, I don't even think they had a shot goal, did they? Now, that one at the end where he basically hit it straight oh, no, at the goalkeeper. Like in that first half, he was on about... Oh, no, in the first half, they didn't come near yeah. the goal. Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. shocking. They yeah. kept passing the ball away. They kept giving the ball to Bristol City. Bristol City, in the end, were lucky to have won it because yeah. Derby, were, Derby were terrible. I mean, it would have been disaster had they not won. <laughs> um, 
Now, seven games without a win at home for Bristol City, and then they've won three of their last four. Yeah, that's just the way it goes in the championship sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Hull did it there, and Hull, Hull now we're kind of falling back a bit, but they did it for a little bit, so it just seems to fluctuate between those kind of teams yeah. that just get three wins here, and then they lose four, and then they win the yeah. next three. It's, it's kind of crazy. That's it. But like going back to Derby, mm. we were we'll talking about Derby. Derby. Yeah, so if they don't get, is it twenty million pounds very soon that they'll be wound yeah. up? I mean, the talk is, yeah, the talk is they owe they owe the taxman basically twenty million. Yeah. They're saying that it's too high, yeah. that they only want to pay a quarter of that. Yeah. And the reason it's too high is if somebody comes in to buy the club, the first thing they have to do is clear that tax bill. Yeah. So they're going to have to pay however much for Derby plus twenty million. Yeah, clear the tax debt, yeah. and I don't know are they going to get someone to do that. No. And then the talk is there's a lot of clubs that also owe the taxman money. If they decide they want to ensure Derby stay afloat, so they say fair enough, we'll drop it to five million. Don't they then have to do that for every club? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Big problem. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they'll just have to just suffer on and trying to find someone that will come in. Um. I just don't know. Yeah, who they're gonna, I don't know who because there's talk of somebody buying Leeds at the moment. Yeah, I mean, who who wants to who realistically wants to buy a club that is so much in debt yeah. and they're going to be playing League One football next season? Yeah, and they have an old team that need a whole new revamp of players. So oh, it's it's a very tricky one. Like, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be very very hard. I don't think they can do anything until they know where they are next year. Yeah. Um, and that's it's it's going to be tough. It, it would be very very sad to see Derby County no longer exist. But what would happen then is they just come back under a new name, wouldn't they? Possibly, and have to start all the way down through the, the divisions Manchester again. Or Manchester FC or whatever they're called. Yeah, they'd have to all the way down then through whatever the Vauxhall Conference Division yeah. twenty-seven or whatever, yeah. wherever they'd have to start. That's kind of mad. Northern League Division Three or something. Yeah, Rooney said if they played like this, they'd be relegated. So, well, I I think if they if they played like prime Barcelona in the in in, in the mid noughties, they'd probably still be relegated this season because they're yeah. so far behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The game of the weekend probably next up, Cardiff Sheffield United. Yeah, a three-two win for Sheffield United against ten-man Cardiff City after Morrison was sent off. Deserved red card first off. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, you can't. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. You definitely you, can't. you can't do that. And uh, yeah, um, suddenly, like we said, Sheffield United starting to make a push towards the top six. Um, they got two wins in a row now with this new manager. Two wins in a row with new manager. Sharp and McGoldrick both scored. Two lads who have a combined age of about four hundred and three, I think. <laughs> um, but still getting goals. Gibbs White was sensational. He scored the first set up the yeah. other two. Since he's went there alone, he's kind of changed them. Um, yeah. He's really, really has like, yeah. like he might, he's and I know, there by fair. And I know a player you like at Cardiff Rawls was outstanding for them as well. He set up both their goals. Yeah. And had a great game. Didn't give up. Uh, yeah. Harris had given Cardiff the lead before Morrison was sent off. Sheffield United 3-1 up against 10 men coasting. McGuinness with a goal right, just as they're going into stoppage time. Um, nervy at the end for Sheffield United then? Yeah, no, I... 
it really was and it just gives White scoring those two goals like just really took pressure off um, yeah but I reckon if there's five more minutes it could be three all um, yeah because they were really even there was one more chance what they're after the the McGuinness one I think they're yeah it's it's always nervy when you can see that the end and yeah. you're only one goal up because you know they're they're up for it and they're going to try and put it. And your mentality just goes to, oh, don't let them score rather than... Yeah. Look, just I, don't know how Car- I just don't know why Cardiff don't play like that in all the games, the way they play in the second half. I know, I know. It's crazy. Um, Gibbs White, one of Gibbs, the Gibbs White goal, the, the first one was some goal. Yeah. Oh, um, you know, yeah. um, really, really you know McGoldrick probably should have had one or two more. He's not having a great season for them, but he's he got his yeah. goal today. Maybe that'll kickstart it again. He's kind of missing uh, chances here and there, right? It's, he's so good in the ball, though, McGoldrick. He always has been yeah. uh, in terms of holding up the play. Uh, again, before this game, there was a tribute to Phil uh, Dwyer, who was Cardiff City's uh, former Cardiff City defender, died the age of 68. Um, 16 years at Cardiff, club record for most appearances. Played 575 times for the club. So um, yeah, it's it. That was the day they decided they're going to pay tribute to him. So um, sadly, not the result he would have wanted, and certainly being the defender he was, he would not be happy with five goals being conceded in the match between the two yeah. teams. He'd, he'd have rather a, a boring one nil win for Cardiff, I think, but sure wasn't to be. Uh, so we move on to. Two teams that are a bit up and down as well this season, Middlesbrough and Swansea. Yeah, and the thing is, this is Chris Wilder's third game in charge. It's his first victory. Um, yeah, it took a while to get the to get the results. It um, did Isaiah Jones' first um, first goal for the club. Yeah, first basically, goal, yeah. yeah. Um, Swansea just didn't look it. They just looked off, or they just looked off or something. They weren't great. First half, they were terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I know Paddy McNair had to clear one off the line. Swansea probably should have scored there. But yeah, yeah, I think Borough were the better team. They deserved it more. Yeah, 100%. Um, Duncan Watmore was. They should have won another. They should at least scored one more. Well, Uh, they should have been three or four up at half time. Yeah. The game should have been out of sight at half time. Uh, Swansea were improved in the second half. But yeah, as long as it's 1 0, though, they they could equalise. That's it. And they did push forward a bit more Swansea in the second half, but I don't know, they just... It's been a weird season for Swansea. I mean, they're yeah. right bang in mid-table. They're like 14th in the table. Yeah. 27 points. I know it's only six points off the playoff. But... It's, on, it's only, yeah, it's only, what, six, seven points off the playoffs. Mm. Um, and then you look at Middlesbrough, who are, you know, only a couple of points better off than them. Two teams that have not been brilliant... No, but the thing is with Middlesbrough, I'd rather now if we have Chris Wilder in the playoffs, he knows how to get them out of there. Yeah. If they get them them playoffs, I would not not fancy playing them at all. No, no. Uh, It was nice to see Sal Bamba. It's nice to see him back playing football, first of all. Yeah. But um, nice to see him uh, set up a goal as well, which I'd say he doesn't do too often. No. (laughs) No, no, no. Um. So, so that was that was pleasing, I'm sure, for Middlesbrough. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Wilder had lost his first two games, hadn't he? Since he came in. Yeah, uh, I think he drew or he drew and lost. So he this is yeah. first win. Yeah, this is first first win, win anyway, and uh, they'll be hoping to kick on because they are pushing for the playoffs as well. Yeah. And Swansea, 
they're a team if they get one or two. We've always said it like they need they need that forward player. They really do. Um, they really do. If they get um, that forward player, they're a team weak. They're a top six side. They're a top six side. Yeah, a yeah. team that we we. If people go back and listen to our first uh, show of this season when we were talking about potential teams to make playoffs, Millwall were one of the teams we picked yeah. if they could score goals. Yeah. Uh, good 3 1 win at the weekend. They're on 30 points now. They're right in the mix for the playoffs. Yeah, that's it. Like, and he's a good manager. Like, and the thing is, Birmingham sacked him when they were seventh in the league. Yeah. I know. Look at, look at it now. Like, I. Yeah, I know, I know there's not that much of a difference between Birmingham and Woodwall and points, but yeah, and uh, yeah, Birmingham. Uh, I suppose it was, it was a great display. It was you talk about complete performances, they did very, very well. Yeah. They absolutely destroyed Birmingham in this match. Bradshaw's Bradshaw's really, really good, very, very good, very, very good. Got a nice goal in this one, yeah. Um, Wallace and Evans with the other goals. Deeney had pulled one back to make it 2 1. Yeah. Um, for Birmingham and Birmingham I think Boyer threw three up front at one stage to try and get back into the game yeah 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 um, yeah it's a strange one Gary three Rose defeats in five well, oh yeah that's the yeah uh, for Birmingham yeah not good Gary yeah, Rowe said Gary Rowe said this is the most complete performance he's had as a Millwall manager they were so, brilliant I mean they're always defensively tough yeah uh, we know that Rowe, yeah and they just don't seem to score enough goals. But we, we said, if they can get someone to score goals, they're going to do well. Yeah. They've been scoring more goals this season. 40 yeah. points. Yeah. You know, they're right up there. Yeah. And again, too many draws this season. But, yeah. you know, they're getting away a bit from them. Uh, like, how many they, draws have they? How am I going to look it up there and see how many draws this season? I, I'd say eight or nine. Nine draws. Nine. nine draws. Five losses, which... But that's what I mean. Five losses isn't a lot out of 21 games, but nine draws is way too many. But in their last five games, they've had three draws, a loss, and a win. Yeah, and that, that's their problem. Yeah. You know, three, three wins and two losses would be better for them. But yeah. look, they've got to get away from drawing some games. And the way you get away from drawing games is you start scoring goals. Yeah. And uh, because a lot of their draws are one all or, you know, Nil nil or whatever they they they're very rarely they're getting three all draws. So yeah, if they if they can put the ball in the net, they tend to win, and uh, they did that the weekend. Birmingham, their form seems to be very patchy all season. Yeah, it's not as bad as last season, but yeah, it's pretty poor. Uh, I mean, three defeats in five games, like we said, isn't great. They dropped down to sixteenth. They won't be happy with the defending, leaving men free in the box and things like that from crosses. Yeah. What would be worrying, yeah, his performance wasn't good. Um, no. Lee Boyer seems to know what he's... He seems to get these results to see out of nowhere, so... Maybe yeah, I mean, yeah. Birmingham being realistic, you know, they're 10 points clear relegation. Yeah. Um, Mid-table is kind of what they would have been hoping oh, for yeah, this season. Probably, yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, I mean, that. Yeah. There weren't a team I think anyone thought were going to push for the title or anything. Oh, no, no, no. So, like if they got you know, he's playoffs, done a decent job with them. If they got to the playoffs, it was a considered a bonus kind of thing. So, yeah. And I mean, just staying away from the relegation fight is kind of what they were hoping for. Yeah. They've managed to do that. But the next, um, game, the next game, they're now a team who are very dangerous. And I reckon. Forest. 
they could be in the playoffs. Uh, Tula in. win for Forrest. Um, Gardner Yates. Forrest had that awful start to the season. They lost That's their all Chris Ewing games, did they? Huh? They lost they, like they, 12... Something had like one win in the first 12 or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been in some runs since then. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's a strange one. But Garner, Garner's been outstanding for them. Um, yeah, yeah. He was there uh, last year as well. He was very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, Peterborough probably started the better in this yeah, one. Yeah, and the goal killed them. Uh, the goal killed them near the end, and they left in another one. But their away form has been shocking from Peterborough this season. Yeah. Three points right. from 11 matches away from home. Uh, they all draws are they? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, you know, that's not enough. No, I think Forest you know, are going to. I'd be, I, I, I'm going to go out now and say they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they're up to thirteenth. Uh, Coventry uh, was away. Sadly, I can't see them being in there at all. Like Darren Ferguson, looking at what he's saying there after the match, and he, he's not wrong. They had two very good chances at nil nil, and you yeah. have to take one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this league, you yeah. have to. And like he said, there was 28,000 fans at the ground and they booed Forrest off at halftime. Yeah, Bellet should have scored, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, Peter were probably were the better first-half team, yeah. but they were totally outplayed in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. But again, Cooper is knows the championship. He knows, That's he knows it. how to get results. Yeah, Peterborough, when they're on top in games, have to start scoring goals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not going to go far not doing that. And like you said, your pick of Forrest to possibly push up. And, it, it, think, you know, slowly they're sneaking up there. Yeah, I think so, yeah. If they, Level on points now with against, if they get results against the QPRs, then yeah, I think so. That's it, you've got to, they've got to start beating the teams ahead of them now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reading, Hull City 1-1. Um, doesn't do either team a lot of good to draw. No, uh, better than the defeat though it was. The one thing I will say, it did have the goal of the weekend for Mandy Carroll. <laughs> yeah, he scored two great goals in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, Andy Carroll has been good for them. Yeah. He should have probably had another one this game. Yeah. Um, good chance. The empty didn't. Uh, yeah. Not a lot to say about this game. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was it was fine, like there's not. Yeah. Um not a lot of chances for Reading, a lot of shots on target. Yeah. Um I like Hull's goalkeeper must have been man of the match. Yeah. Um yeah. you know. 18 shots, seven on target. <laughs> yeah, I mean he made a lot of saves and that and some very good saves, it must be said. Yeah. Seven. Uh yeah. But again, Hull, they've stopped the rot because they were going back into their old losing pattern there. Um, That's it. But uh, yeah, Nathan Baxter, I think, was in goal for Hull at the weekend. Yeah. He, so, uh, yeah, very, very good saves. One really good save from Danny Drinkwater as well. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he just did very well. Yeah, he needs to get fit more than anything. And yeah. He, he'll be unbelievable if he can get him going. He's just yeah, not, I mean, not fit at all. Like He hasn't played in about two years. Yeah, It's one of those when you think of Reading, obviously, with deducted points as well. And like Derby, they have a transfer embargo on them. Yeah. Um, so they can only sign three transfers. Yeah. But bringing in the likes of Drinkwater and Andy Carroll. I mean, 
Yeah, no brainers. To be honest, that, with that, you. That, that, that's very, very clever business from them. But is, is he on low wage as well? That's what? the talk. Is that Andy Carroll is only getting paid a thousand pound a week? Yeah, I read it. Um, I don't know if that's true. That's what I've heard. If yeah. it is fair play to Andy Carroll, yeah. Um, I suppose at this stage of his career, he probably doesn't need the money. No. Uh, he probably more needs to just be playing football. Yeah. Two goals yeah. in two games. If he keeps doing that, maybe he'll get another payday off someone. You never know. Um, you never know. In the championship, maybe up the Premier League, who knows? Um, he's just, I don't know, he's, I don't know how old Andy Carroll even is these days. I'd say he's about 35, I'd say. He's got to be in there. there. Um, I didn't get he's that. Old. Could you try again? <laughs> uh, your, computer is, uh, your, your computer is trying to figure out uh, Andy Carroll's age for us. He's actually a lot younger than I thought. Yeah. He's 32. 32. So yeah, he's got a few years left, and injuries have obviously destroyed his career. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, 32. So he's got a few years left in him if he can start uh, start scoring the goals again, and maybe yeah. get him a move. Yeah. Or maybe you know Reading aren't going to be able to pay him because the club are in financial mess. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, playing well though, Reading. I mean, if you take the points, what did they were deducted nine points in the end? Yeah, uh, six. Six or so twenty seven, yeah, they'll be up fourteen, fifteen up around Blackpool area. Yeah. And um, but you know, even so they're doing well. Yeah. Uh, uh I suppose final game of the weekend. Um to be honest. I honestly a little thought, bit. Yeah, I thought you'd be able to get something out of it. Yeah, Stoke move up into six the head of Coventry by a point with the win here. But uh, well, win for Stoke, which is good. But Tyree uh, Campbell has been unbelievable since he's come back. Very good for them. Vrancic as well set up the goal, scored the other one. Yeah. And um, Charlie Austin missed the penalty though. Big moment in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's a massive uh, moment. Because if he scored, it yeah. would have been game on, surely. Uh, yeah. But Tyree Campbell scored the opener. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Austin came out on Twitter afterwards, afterwards to apologise. Just saying bad day at the office. Um, but uh, Adam Davis, who's been in goal for nine games now for Stoke this season, has kept four clean sheets in those games. And I thought it was a decent save more than a bad penalty. Yeah. I mean, you know, it looked to me like it was pretty much in the corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah but well. They're on a run like that. They're expected to win, I suppose. QPR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Sunday game might have thrown him, to be honest. Which I know maybe, it's, maybe. I know it's stupid, but it, it could. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two good managers at those clubs as well. Michael O'Neill uh, decided to bring Joe Allen and Stephen Fletcher, a bit of experience, back into the team for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually helps when you can bring in that kind of experience into a Stoke team. Only had, Stoke only had 30-something percent of the play. Yeah. In, crazy. Um, QPR. QPR having a great season. There's no they, other way of, of saying it. Yeah, they had 24 shots on all nine at Harry. Yeah. Um, one of the things as well coming into this one, injuries have hit QPR badly at the moment. Oh, yeah. And it's the yeah. Yeah. wrong time of the year for players yeah. to be injured. Yeah, and it's going to happen as well. Yeah, uh, four wingbacks are out. And That's they're missing crazy. six players in total. So um, some of their youth squad. Yeah, but look, that happens in the championship. They play so many games. 
That's it. Christmas time coming up. The games are only going to start coming much quicker, much faster for them now. And that's uh, that's what we're going to have to wait wait and see how that goes. But uh, yeah, so we'll have a look at the midweek games there before we go away. Yeah. And yeah. Stoke City, though, doing well up into six. QPR, though, still right in there as well in the mix. So we have a look at the fixtures. There doesn't seem to be any midweek games this week. Oh, just League One, is it? Just League One games, it would seem, yeah. So Saturday's games, no Friday night football either. A lot of games on Saturday. And QPR, a tricky one next, uh, next, next Monday night. And uh, no Sunday game again. Okay. Uh, but the early kickoff is Huddersfield against Coventry. That could be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, could be goals in that one. Yeah, there could be. Yeah, I go to all. Yeah, Birmingham City and Cardiff City, two teams struggling at the minute. Could be good. Birmingham, I'd say. Yeah, it'd be a big win for whoever wins that one. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth home to Blackburn Rovers. Tricky That'll one for Bournemouth. Yeah. That'll be very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bournemouth, baby. Yeah, Derby County home to Blackpool. I want Derby I mean, to win so bad. All games are all games are kind of muscling for Derby. Yeah, I know, but that that really is must win, surely. Yeah. Um, Hull City, Bristol City. Oh. Yeah, a bit of a London derby. Then Luton Town home to Fulham. That's a tricky uh, one for Fulham. A shocker, I say Luton will beat them. Luton to win, yeah, it's a tricky one. Peterborough United against Millwall. Uh, do you know what? You like, know? if it was me now when I was doing a football doctor, I'd do Millwall draw. draw. So I'm going to say they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Yeah. Millwall draw, yeah. Preston. Likely with a caretaker manager for this one. Yeah, up Preston. against Barnsley. Preston. Uh, Stoke City, Middlesbrough, another good game. I'd say a draw, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Close. It'll be very, very close. If it's not a yeah. draw, it'll be 1-0 or something. Yeah, Swansea home to Nottingham Forest. He's going back at Nick Cooper. Yeah. Um, be a very tough game. I, I'd say it's okay. all interesting to see what kind of a reception he gets. Yeah. <coughs> uh, West Brom home to Reading runs out the Saturday games. West Brom, surely. You would think so. You would, you would think so. But Reading again with the points deduction, it's kind of a false position they're in. Yeah. Um Monday night's game then is Sheffield United home to QPR. Good yeah. game for a Monday night. That could be very good, yeah. That could be very... I mean, that could be a 4-3. I mean, they really could. Yeah. Um, Both teams are scoring goals at the moment. I know QPR... I want to say Sheffield Yeah, I think this could be a classic. I, I do see this being like a 3-2 or a 4-3, one way or the other. Um, Hopefully, anyway. So that's about all we have time for today. And uh, we will be back with you again after the weekend fixtures next week. So thanks, everyone, for listening in i know it was a kind of a long one with the news and everything but uh we do appreciate listening yeah yeah cheers